of America, Washington, D.C., signing on. When the Santa's have Welcome to yet another episode of Radio Contra, the podcast of AmericanPartisan.org. I, of course, am the commandante of the Mossy Oak Militia, the best-selling author of The Gorilla's Guide to the Baofeng Radio, NC Scout himself in here to give you that daily dose of truth. And uh, it is very good to be back with all of you out there. Uh, had a wonderful Easter, wonderful uh, closing out of Holy Week with Good Friday, uh, going into Easter, and, and it was a wonderful time with the family, and I hope that it was for all of you out there as well, because that, that's really what it's all about. You know, I, I talked about previously that, that Easter is, for me, the most high of Christian holidays, uh, that, that we celebrate in the recognition of uh, the resurrection of our Lord. And it is something that uh, we, you know, we, we really, I think uh, we, we take for granted uh, very often. And, you know, I always get a few of those emails. I get, you know, people that, that uh reach out and they say, well, you know, Easter is, is actually praise of Ishtar and, uh, you know, and, and, and it's the, the Romanization and the acclamation of, uh, the, the Roman holidays, the celebration of, of the renewing of spring and yeah, so on and so forth. And, and the symbology of the white rabbit and eggs and, you know, look, I get all that. All right. I get all that. And, um, I'm not here to debate that stuff. I, I don't, I don't exist to debate those things. Um, I, you know, I, I've, I've never went to a divinity school. I, you know, I, I, I'm not here to debate that stuff. I, I'm just a, a faithful member of the laity. But what I can tell you is this, there may be pagan symbology in our Christian holidays in the conventional way that we celebrate them. You know, okay, uh, I, I get all that, but we shouldn't get so caught up in the minutia. And we begin to forget and lose sight of what is actually important. And the celebration of the resurrection of our Lord is what's important. You know, the, the, at Christmas, the, the celebration of the birth of our Lord is what's important. All of the other things that go into it, we can have that debate if you want. I'm, 
I'm not particularly uh, too too inclined to debate that stuff because it's not up to me. All right, it's it's not up to me. What's important is that we remember why we're doing what we're doing. We remember the reason for what we are doing. And, and it's a public proclamation of our faith. And that's what's important. That's what's important. And, um, you know, I, I hope that, that all of you had a wonderful Easter out there. And, and you spent it in the best way possible. You know, with, with friends, with family, with people that care about you very much. And you care about them very much. And you got to share that wonderful time. Because we don't get enough of those opportunities in our day-to-day lives. We don't get enough of those opportunities. And it's one of those things that, that life is this fleeting moment in time. And when it's gone, it's gone. When it's over, that's it. And you don't get those moments back. you know. So anyhow, anyhow, I had a wonderful one. I truly had a wonderful one. And I hope that all of you did as well quick shout out to the show sponsors brushbeater.store brushbeater.store is continuing to just uh, go crazy i have a restock of a number of the field manual titles so we are back at capacity we are back at capacity uh you guys out there you clean me out uh, you cleaned me out, and last month that was just really, really incredible. But um, you know, we we got everything back up to speed, back in stock, and 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 I've got some things in the works that I feel are going to be very, very exciting. A couple of things that I'm going to talk about, a couple of things that I can't necessarily talk about. But got another field manual that has been pretty obscure, very hard to find, um, very, very difficult to find in print, and I have it, and it is being printed right now as we speak. So that will be back in stock. Uh, That will 100% be back in stock, and uh, that has been one that uh, people have asked me about, and uh, the, the... PDF exists of it online in only one place that I'm aware of. And uh, now we're going to be putting it into print. So I'm really excited for that. Really excited for that. And that's that's going to be back. Uh, bringing that one back. So the other thing that I am grinning ear to ear about and uh, really am excited to get this off the ground. This is a partnership that I worked out with Black Hills Design for a couple of rangefinders, and uh, this this young man uh, over at Black Hills Design has come up with uh, a product that is very very cool, and I can't wait to offer this to all of you out there. Uh, this is the Brush Beater Edition of the rangefinders and i have both the small compact one which is credit card size and the full size one which is really not that much bigger it's not that much bigger uh but it has i I got a little springtime allergy going on here but it has uh six different uh classifications of uh, range finding uh on it 
rather than the three that are that are on the compact version. And so, you know, I'm going to have both of these, going to have them in stock in about two weeks. In about two weeks. And, man, I am, the Resistor Diamond is going to be on there. Uh, you know, Brush Beater Training Consulting is on there. Black Hills Design is on there. You know, I, I've got the prototype. I gave a very, very small sneak peek to uh, the folks over on Twitter. And, man, that was, the response from that was strong it was strong so uh big things i've got some other things i've got some other things in the works got some other stuff in the works that i can't talk about just yet just yet but what i will tell you is this is that brushbeater.store that's brushbeater.store when i am done doing what i want to do with this store this is going to be an online store like none other, preparing the rifleman in all aspects. This what I want this to be, and what I envision this to be, is a one-stop shop for the guerrilla rifleman. And I'm working on it. I'm working on it. So I, I am really, really excited to see this thing progress and and you know your support. As uh, as as customers, as clientele coming to class, uh, you you making this what it is. The community, everybody on the forum, all of the buzz that's generated around this. You people out there, this this beautiful community of of you you uh, you you basket of deplorables out there, right? You make this what it is, and you motivate me. Beyond anything that, that I can personally uh, uh, point to as a motivating factor. Because at the end of the day, what we all want to know is that we're not alone. And I am here to tell you that you are not alone in that regard. You are not alone in this fight. No matter how isolated they try to make you feel. And we're going to be talking about that in this episode. You're not isolated. You're a free man and a free woman in this country. And you know deep down inside of you what is right, what is moral, and what is just. And you're not alone. You're in a community of wonderful patriots. And we have a political realignment that is happening in this country. We're going to be talking about that in this episode. CivilDefenseManual.com Jack Lawson's two-volume set Available on his site, civildefensemanual.com. I wrote the communications chapter in that book. I think that it's it's worth reading for that alone. But there's a hell of a lot of other really good content in there as well. For standing up a neighborhood protection team. Literally going from 0 to 100. From Joe to Pro. Based on real world proven knowledge. From experts in their field. So you definitely want to get that. CivilDefenseManual.com The Horve Morvik Show. Horve Morvik Show over on TNTRadio.com That is TNTRadio.com You can get that show everywhere where you download podcasts, including on Podbean, where you are listening to and downloading this show. Although, 
I am also on Spotify and Apple Music and Google Podcasts and TuneIn and Amazon Alexa and so on and so forth and what have you. And TNT Radio is as well. So, Harvey Morvick Show. Definitely check that out. He always has wonderful guests on. Top shelf clientele. Top shelf clientele. So, you definitely want to give that show a listen. Of course, my very good friends over at Blacksmith Publishing, blacksmithpublishing.com. And last, certainly not least, my frequent partner in thought crime, Mr. Joe Dolio with Tactical Wisdom, the four-volume series that is available on Amazon.com. So, anyhow, with that said, let's dive into this episode. So... Another day, another Democrat freakout mass shooting yesterday. Uh, we know that Connor Sturgeon, 25, in Louisville, Kentucky, uh, entered a bank, shot the place up, unfortunately. Uh so details are coming out about this guy of course this one is probably going to get memory hold just like the transvestite transgender shooter in nashville and we're going to be talking about the developments coming out of nashville next but here we have this guy right connor sturgeon all right connor sturgeon 25 years old, according to his social media profile, um, that he is a left-wing activist. Uh, he had Ukrainian flags in his bio. Seems like they, that's kind of becoming a universal warning sign. Is it not? Ukrainian flags is kind of, kind of becoming a, uh, a, a warning sign. I think it is. I think it is. Uh, but Sturgeon, of course, used a rifle. They, they're doing everything that they can to minimize this man's political affiliations. Okay? Uh, they, they are doing everything that they can to minimize that, to make you think that, you know, this is, oh, this is just another white male. This is just another white male. Uh, yeah, well... See, don't don't you remember now? Don't you remember that we we were told that con- constantly bombarded with this this uh, overarching blanket. You know, they they say that oh oh you're not supposed to profile anybody. You're not supposed to uh, make assumptions about people. You're not supposed to uh, do any of that because you're marginalizing people, right? You're marginalizing them. But when it's a white male, oh oh well, it's, it's a white male. White men are the problem, All right? Even though that that is not the case, when you look at the the statistics on violence and violent crime. The statistics on violent crime suggest something else. Something else entirely. Uh, But they don't want you noticing those things. They they don't want you knowing these things. Well, there's another thing that we're noticing here is that there is an alarming trend that is 
emerging in that each one of these shooters, regardless of race or uh, ethnicity, they all share something in their ideology. And it is emerging that they all have, at least at face value, Democrat affiliations and their public persona. I can tell you in private, is very likely that they are Marxists, that they are communists, and that they are at war with you. Let that one sink in. Let that one sink in. This guy, the perpetrator here, was very, very likely mixed up by some college professor, was hooked on SSRIs, almost promise you, and by his social media profile had a very unhealthy overexposure to social media in totes. No ifs, ands, or buts. No ifs, ands, or buts. And it is very, very likely and logical to point out that left-wing rhetoric, like we have been served up so frequently and so often, is what radicalized this young man. Highly likely. Highly likely. Anyhow, expect this one just like the Nashville shooting to be memory hold. It does not fit the narrative. It does not fit the appropriate profile of what the shooter needs to be for non-stop media coverage. And any coverage they give it, they're going to obfuscate certain details to let the listeners, the viewers, the consumers of their propaganda come up with conclusions. Conclusions that only an idiot would come up with, would share, would promulgate. Mark my words. Mark my words on that. And speaking of propaganda, speaking of propaganda, so... We're going to get to some of the developments out of Nashville uh, and and this this political circus that is unfolding in Nashville. It's a very very childish game that they are playing, and and we're gonna we're gonna explore this in detail. But first, I want to back back up to this idea of propaganda and how you are being propagandized. And so, if you'll remember back to last May. Do you remember back to last May? I know it was a long time ago. It was almost a year ago. And a memo was published, which was obtained under a Freedom of Information Act and was released and promulgated to the public of extremist symbols, 
quote unquote. These extremist symbols, of course. Uh, you know, I famously was on there with the resistor. Uh, a lot of other symbology was on there as well. I know, um, you know, certain other voices, public personas were uh, listed on there as well. Some got really upset about it. Hey, I mean, that's the best, that's the best advertising in the world. Embrace it. Uh, embrace it. So, anyhow, this, of course, is coming from the Daily Signal, uh, which is in conjunction with the Heritage Foundation, and the FBI is at it again. Now, back in May, my thoughts on this exactly were that this was probably a research project that was done by a group of interns because this really looks like intern-type behavior. Uh, I highly doubt that the FBI would send an agent specifically just to uh, do the... It just didn't... Something just doesn't sit well with me uh, about this quality of work, even for the FBI. This is kind of... But... You know, hey, I might be giving them too much credit. Who knows? But it is intern season, and, you know, you got to give them something to do. You know, hey, nothing like writing up a little book report on uh, on, on what all those evil, evil right-wing people that are doing out there. Never mind the fact that the greatest threat in the United States right now, aside from the border, aside from the border, Okay, the, the border being wide open, Chinese now, large numbers of unaccompanied Chinese males are coming across the border. We're going to have Red Dawn Take 3 coming up this week. That's a clear and present danger. But if you want to talk terrorism, you want to talk domestic extremism, look no further than the left. Look no further than the left. It was the left that was burning down the streets. It's the left that has been shooting up schools. It's the left that's been targeting Christians. We see it. We see this for what it is. Anyone with two brain cells can see this for what it is. And if you can't see this for what it is, you're a part of the problem. So... Here we have the FBI. They're putting out, yet again, another uh, approved for public release. Of course, Christopher Wray we have here, who was a Trump appointee. Let's not forget, Christopher Wray was a Trump appointee. He was a Trump appointee. I don't want to hear any, uh, you know ringing of the hands or consternation or yeah but actually but he's a trump appointee plain simple done cut and dry right merrick garland merrick garland the man that thankfully thankfully mitch mcconnell kept off of the supreme court uh man aren't you glad that we missed that landmine it's bad enough that he's the ag but now, we, of course, we have uh, this list out here that is uh, naughty words. Naughty words that they have listed. Naughty words that you're probably using in your uh, public parlance. Uh, I know 
it. Uh, it, it's something of a joke. It's something of a joke online. And, you know, it, it, it's, it's, these are, the thing is, the thing is, is that these, these terms are years old, years old. And in a couple of cases here on this list, these terms are over a decade old. It was just like that symbology list that they published this time last year. It was the same thing. It was the same thing. Some of that stuff that was on there was years old. Years old. And nonsense. Absolute nonsense. But you did not see any leftist ideology. You did not see any leftist terminology. You didn't see any of that. That was noticeably absent. Meanwhile, I find it very interesting that the FBI has such an extreme bias when even the Southern Poverty Law Center and the Anti-Defamation League, with their Hate Watch interactive map, still lists left-wing groups. Of course, they list them because they're pro-Palestinian. That's the reason they do that. But... Well, in, in, in the, the SPLC's uh, case, they, they do that simply to make it look like they, they're at least somewhat objective, even though they, everyone knows that they're not. But here you have, here you have blatant bias, blatant bias, and symbology here that is years old. Years old, decades old. In, in in one case up here, this is this is uh, extremely old. You know the Turner Diaries. We've been we've been hearing about the Turner Diaries in effort to uh, you know paint paint anyone on the right. Oh, you must be reading the Turner Diaries. You know, I mean, come on, uh, come on. You know Turner Diaries. We've been hearing about that since the nineteen nineties. You know, they always roll that out, which may have been why that book was even written. Um, you know, it, it, it's, it's it's ridiculous. Uh, of course, Mein Kampf, you know, I mean, uh, this stuff is, is just silly. Uh, it's just silly. But of course, it's, it's all the things that you would think that it is here in this list. Uh, you know, terms like alt-right... Uh, Chad, Stacy, uh, incel, right? Incel. Things that, that you've all heard, you know, with terms, terminology that we're all, of course, familiar with. And, you know, I find it very difficult. I find it very difficult to believe that the FBI paid someone for this. This is what they are using your tax dollars for. <laughs> so that they can look up terms like roasty and red pill. I mean, come on. Oh, this is this is just too good. This is just too good. But here's the danger in all this. Here's the danger in all this. 
Just like with the TikTok ban and the gross government overreach that is looming, and I think that it will pass. It, it has a, a very good chance that it will pass when, when this happens. Uh, there may be enough pressure uh, from the the traditional left in the House of Representatives, wh- you know, whatever makes that up uh, left. You know, behind the scenes, they're probably not making many public statements on this. But they, they really don't want this TikTok ban either. I mean, remember the, the great consternation uh, and outcry, the, the crying hue that came when Trump had initiated the this whole process of, of banning TikTok. Uh so where I'm going with this is is that th- there's enough pressure I think behind the scenes civil liberties activists and whatnot that that are looking and saying, "Hey, this might be a problem. This might be something that's utilized against us later on down the road. So we might need to cool this one off." for the moment maybe 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 not okay maybe not but anyhow these are these are a reflection of the institution of control being utilized against you this is an erosion of free speech however you define freedom of speech still you know, here in 2023. This is an erosion of that. This is dehumanization, right? This is control. And, and most importantly, and this, this point is critical here, you need a legal premise to create from reasonable suspicion, probable cause, and from probable cause to get a warrant. That's what you need. And with electronic surveillance, with Title III, with electronic eavesdropping, with the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, FISA, you need a warrant for each one of these activities. Now, they do not need to disclose to you that there is any such warrant. They are going to use the list of these terms to articulate that reasonable suspicion giving way to probable cause. That is the purpose behind this. That is why we can each sit back, have a laugh at this, say, man, I I can't even believe that, that we're paying for this. This is stupid. And yet, and yet, this is the real game. This is what's going on here, folks. This is what they are doing. You really need to be paying attention to this. You know, we talk about the Second Amendment. Obviously, we exercise our Second Amendment rights, right? The First Amendment is what they're coming after. That's the one that they're going to hang you with. And this is nothing more than the federal government continuing its manifestation of control right here. It's adapting itself to the times. And they have zero interest in coming after the militant left because the militant left is part of the machine. That's part of it. In case you haven't figured it out, 
There's a greater game that's being played here that we're going to dive deep into when I cover Red Dawn in America, take three. But I want to back up real quick. I want to talk about Nashville. I want to go back there. So Nashville, of course, we know that the uh, three quote-unquote leaders of the insurrection in the Tennessee State Capitol building, uh, two of them were expelled. Uh, Justin Jones and Justin Pearson were expelled from the the congressional chamber there in Tennessee. Um, you know, and, and they did not do that with Gloria Johnson. And now we have Justin Pearson now, who from Nashville has been voted back by unanimous vote. Unanimous vote. That's interesting. Uh, That is very interesting. By the Nashville City Council to send him back. To send him back as Nashville's representative. So this is a very uh, fun game of, of political football that's being played. And the Republicans did not, the Republicans did not get rid of all three. Uh, Gloria Johnson needed to get rid of as well. Of course, I am told by uh, a source who is a very prominent lawyer in Tennessee uh, and and a personal friend that they, they didn't do that because Johnson had just enough political clout because she has been a representative in the state for over 10 years. For over 10 years. So she had just enough just enough string wrangling to where she could say, hey, you know, I, I, I want to keep my job, right? Because politics is a business as well, it is, as well as it is an ideology, okay? It is a business, and by the looks of that cow, um, you know, she's, she's definitely been living good on the taxpayer dime, right? But um, anyhow, anyhow, with that said, this is going to be interesting to see how this turns out. Of course, I said, you know, Jack Daniels, uh, Budweiser, Anheuser-Busch, they they are what they are, okay? I think that, you know, this this nonsense, you know, with the the whole uh, trainee, Instagram, social media influencer, uh, whatever, um, you know, that stuff, it's, it's right now, it seems like they're doubling down on it. I I didn't want to get into that yet, but right now it seems like they're doubling down on that. Of course, the vice president of marketing for Bud Light, I I saw a look at this, this lady, um, you don't talk about somebody who's completely unhinged. The eyes, the eyes Never lie. The eyes never lie. They never lie. And <laughs> wow, uh, you just have to look this girl up. You know, her saying that Bud Light drinkers represented kind of this this fratty male dominated. Yeah, yeah, that's your audience, girl. How did you get to be the vice president? For Bud Light, for one of the the biggest, most consumed brands of beer in the United States and the world, and the world, 
Uh, Bud Light is extremely popular with a, with a lot of folks out there. Um, I know when, when I was living in El Paso, Bud Light was the beer. I doubt anymore. I doubt anymore. You know, Modelo's probably taking his place. Uh, I would say Miller Miller Light probably, you know, for, for uh, cheap, easy drinking beer, Miller Light probably took its place because I'm going to tell you, man, they, they don't go for that stuff in El Paso. Uh, or at least they didn't. At least they didn't. So, uh, but, you know, how to kill a brand. And for Anheuser-Busch executives, remember last week they told us that everybody, they well, first of all, they said their story was, well, they didn't know. Well, it turns out they do know. And then, it's, then, then they go on to say, well, everybody who was involved in all that's been fired. Well, the vice president of Bud Light is is out here making public statements as of yesterday. Obviously, that's a lie. So, you know, Anheuser-Busch needs to get their shit together. <laughs> uh, because it, it seems like left hand to know what the right hand's doing. I don't know. Drink local. Anyway, where I'm going with that, though, is that I said that, that Anheuser-Busch was going to come back from this one. Jack Daniels, on the other hand, not so much. I, I don't think so. Okay, I don't think so. I don't think Jack Daniels is going to recover from this this fairly egregious error on their part, uh, the inability to read the room. I don't think this is this is not going to go away for them. And the people of Tennessee are extremely angry, extremely angry, as well they should be, as well they should be. And the, these three representatives, it's important to to come back to this. These, these three representatives in Tennessee were not protesting gun violence. This is the biggest lie that they want you to believe. They want you to believe this lie over and over and over again. They tell us until it becomes truth that they were quote-unquote protesting gun violence. <laughs> yeah, right. No, it was part of the trans day of rage. It was planned. They did this in Kentucky. They did this in Tennessee. They did this in Texas. Same day, same time, same planned protest, same planned insurrection. It's there. The proof is there. But they don't want you to remember this. They don't want you to know the truth. They want you to believe. They need for you to believe that it was gun violence, quote unquote. Something that is palpable to the narrative. And they're going to continue to lie to you because it's all they know how to do. They're going to continue with these quote-unquote lists that the FBI puts out. They're going to continue to make you believe that you're isolated, that you're alone. Nobody in the world thinks like you, and you're a deviant if you do. Meanwhile, you have 
highly lauded, highly decorated athletes who dare to speak out and say, wait a minute, I'm a woman and, and you don't, I don't want men competing against me. Men's sports and women's sports should be mutually exclusive. And they get chased and threatened and terrorized, held hostage in the halls of universities. Happened in San Francisco. It's happened in other places. It's going to continue to happen. You have Christians being targeted. You have traditional Americans being targeted. We see it for what it is. It's time we start calling out evil for what it is. Because that's what they are. These representatives in the Tennessee State House expel them again, bar them from entry. Go in and remove every one of those city council members that set them back. You're removed for cause. Lawlessness. Remove the DAs. Get them all gone. File RICO charges on them because I'm told, I'm told that every state in the United States has that ability. Well, I'm sure... If Alvin Bragg can file charges on Donald Trump over something very, very trivial that really doesn't have much of a legal basis to begin with, there's a mountain of things that we can find on Democrats. You know, that that phrase from Berea, show me the man, I'll show you the crime. You know that cuts two ways, right? Of course, the Republicans just have to show enough spine to use it. Use it. Do something to inspire loyalty from your base to make yourselves worth voting for. And hell, you could start by just making sure that our votes count. Anyway, with that said... Ballot box or the bullet box? Get yourselves trained. Brushbeater.org slash training calendar. Brushbeater.org slash training calendar. Put up a post yesterday morning, last call for Missouri. That class is essentially full, but I'm, I'm trying in earnest to train as many people as I can. If you are at all interested in getting in on that class, I need to have your course registration in this week. It needs to be in this week. I am going to begin uh, travel out there in preparation of that. I've got some other things to do um, in the meantime, but you need to be registered for that class. You need to get in on that. That is that and the Wyoming RTO course. That is the last time I'm going to be in the Western States, uh, at least in so much as what is on the calendar. There may be one more date. Right now, a later on in the year, but that is not 100% set in stone yet. Uh, I am working on the fall calendar right now, getting folks lined up, uh, getting getting stuff with the facilities lined up as well to make sure that we're, we're best prepared for that. But training, training needs to be the number one focus right now. We got all these problems going on in the world. 
you know, I didn't even I didn't even get into what really needs to be dived into with the dollar and the developments with with the dollar right now. But we're we don't we we are out of time. We're gonna have to cover that in a later episode, breaking that down. With all that said, brushbeater.org slash training calendar. Get to class. Gorilla's Guide to the Baofeng Radio, number one bestseller. Hey, find out what all the buzz is about. We've got 311 reviews for a 4.8 star rating on Amazon.com. The Gorilla Dispatch, volume one and two, is out as well. Definitely want to get those, and I'm currently editing Volume 3. That one should be out before too long. God bless, folks. Don't let them get you down. Love is the only truth. God bless, and I'll talk to you again very, very soon. This is NC Scout, out.